0: so much for joining me today. Today we're going to talk about something God said to me this morning. He said, one more night with the frogs. And we know Pharaoh, he asked for one more night with the frogs. God was asking Pharaoh to let his people go. And um, God sent frogs that just covered his land. And he said, unless you let my people go, I'm not going to get rid of those frogs. Let's acknowledge Jesus. Jesus, you're so good. We are just asking you to take over and just give us the revelation knowledge that we need. We know that you're coming and you're preparing us for your return, and you're asking us to be a part of your quest to prepare for your return. So we just give you all the glory. We thank you and praise you for all that you're going to do in this time. We love you. We praise you. We give you all the glory. He's so good. He's so in love with us, and he is. He's preparing us for his return. He's coming, and he wants us to know where we're at. He has a way that he 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 just gets to us, and he has the perfect way to tell us the things that we need to know. And he's saying our perspective is off, and he's warning he's warning us and really comparing us to Pharaoh. You know, he was so stubborn, and Moses came and. There were 10 plagues, and he still was too stubborn to just let God be God. He still, he, he, he told God he was going to cooperate, and then he didn't. In the Message Bible, um, Moses uh, said to Pharaoh, that is enough of that game playing, and um, you need to get serious, something like that. Anyway, he, he is saying that we are playing games with him as well. You know, things get a little rough in our life and we go to him and he gives us some relief as he did Pharaoh. And then we're right back to it. We're right back to our sin. And God is trying to free us from the chaos in our life, but we have to cooperate with him to have that happen. We have to move into his kingdom and let him be our God. And then we can have a beautiful, good, awesome, blessed life, but we keep hanging on to that chaos. Isn't that weird? I mean, why would he want to spend another night with the frogs? Why, after seeing God's power, would he just not give up and bow down to God himself? Why was he so stubborn? And why are we so stubborn? Why do we keep having that chaos in our life? Why do we keep sinning over and over again, not allowing God to come in and do anything? If we would just cooperate with him, if we would just obey him, the word said we'd be blessed. If we took heed to his word, we'd be blessed. And because we don't, we live under that curse, and that curse that we were already redeemed from. Jesus came. He bore our sickness, our disease, and our sorrow and our pain, and uh, he shed his blood so that we could be right with the Father. And all we have to do is come in agreement with him, and we don't have to live in the chaos we live in. We don't have to be sick. We don't have to be distressed. We don't have to live in sorrow. But we do because we we don't bow down to God. We don't give in and just let him be our God. We keep trying to do it ourselves. We keep thinking we can do it. We keep thinking God's way is too hard because we're listening to the voice of the enemy. So God was asking Pharaoh to let his people go. And today, God is asking us to let go of the lies of the enemy. And take the time to actually get to know God and move into his kingdom and bring glory to his name. We're so self-sufficient. We're so about ourselves. We're so prideful that we're not bringing glory to God. We're just, it's all about us. Our life is all about us and we're not doing that work that we were called to do. We're not being a part of His kingdom. We're not showing the Father. We're not showing to be true disciples of His, yet we call ourselves Christians. When you ask Jesus come and be your God, that means you commit to His way, you surrender to Him, and you live in His kingdom, and you bring glory to His name. You don't bring glory to your name. We don't live self-sufficient, but we do. it. It's like we put on this facade and maybe not even realize it. But, you know, we're Christians. We go to church and, you know, we follow most rules, but not all of them. When it comes to a real crisis, I can't trust God to do that. I hear that so often. I can't trust him to do that. And it's because we really haven't taken the time to know him. We really haven't. We haven't really totally bowed down to him. And he's coming and he's warning us that we are living in a time of grace. And just like for Pharaoh, that time is going to end. God is going to, Jesus is going to come. And that time of grace is going to be here. You know, we say, God, I'm going to do that. I'm going to do that. But just not today. One more night with the frogs. One more night with the chaos. And, you know, we keep promising God just as Pharaoh did. We keep giving him our word and then we don't do what we say we're going to do. And so that is the word that I have for us today. Um, you You know, God is, he's clearly preparing us for his return with the revelation knowledge of knowing that we have to get right with him. We, to we he he really it's vital that we receive from him so that we can show that he's good, and so that we can actually be bringing glory to his name. If we say we're Christians and we don't, um, if we say we're Christians and we don't live in his kingdom, we don't live blessed. We don't live healed. We don't have um, his power and authority. Our life isn't about him, but it, it's about it's just ordinary like those without God, then we're not bringing glory to his name and we're not really true Christians. Jesus said, I love bringing this up because so often we just think everyone goes to heaven and everyone's a Christian. But Jesus said, if you follow after me, if you're in agreement with me, you can ask whatever you will. And then that'll be done for you, proving to be true disciples of mine. And there's many other places in the word where, you know, we can calculate, we can judge ourselves to see if we're really following him. And so we can't fake it. You know, so many people are just faking it. Yeah, I'm a Christian and I can trust God, but I can't trust him in this situation because I'm too afraid of what he might say or do. And that's because, again, we don't know him. You can't be afraid of, of God and wonder what he's going to say or do. You have to know him to know that he has good and for you. good for you. And When you know the word, when you pay attention to the word, you're going to see that he has more for you than you can ask or think. He wants to give you super abundantly more than you can ask or think. He wants to bless you. He wants you to look blessed, but he can't do that without your faith. It's impossible to please God without faith. You have to trust him. And it starts by asking him to be your God. Jesus said that he's standing at the door. The message Bible said I'm standing here, look, and I'm knocking on the door of your heart. And if you invite me in, then I'm gonna come in and I'm gonna hang out with you. And you want him to do that, and you want him to you want him to hang out with you, and you want him to teach you and correct you so that you can live committed to him, being a part of his kingdom which takes surrendering to his way, living with him in his kingdom, blessed. Surrendering to all the good he wants to do for you, which takes faith. For God so loved the world that whoever believes in him will not perish but have everlasting life. So it isn't only the prayer, but it's an invitation to a relationship to live in his kingdom and to live in his kingdom blessed. He wants to show himself off in you, really. That's what it's about. He wants He wants those who don't know him to see him in you. And when you live blessed, when you receive from him, you're proving to be true disciples of his. John 15, 8, and, or 7, 8, 9, somewhere around there. And um, then we're glorifying the Father. So if you want to glorify the Father, if you want to live in his kingdom, If you want to submit to his way of doing, if you want him to change your life, if you want to live blessed here and now and then move in with him when you leave here, then all you have to do is ask him to come and live on the inside of you. And I'd love to say that prayer with you. And it's nothing fancy. God is a person. He's longing to have a relationship with you. And so all you have to do is ask. I'd love to ask with you, dear Jesus. We thank you so much that you want to live on the inside of us, that you want to come and be our God, and we just receive you, and we thank you that you're inviting us. You're the King of kings and the Lord of lords, and yet you're calling us to to be in union with you. And so we just receive that invitation. We ask you to come and live on the inside of us and be our God. Teach us your way. Correct us and help us to be committed to you, committed to that relationship that you want to have with us. And we just thank you and receive you right now. We love you and praise you and give you all the glory. If you said that prayer, he is indeed living on the inside of you. And it is a commitment. Your life is going to change. And it starts by submitting to his word. He is his word. John 1.1 1, 1 says in the beginning was a word and the word is God. And so When you look at the word and then you come in agreement with the word, you're going to have a relationship with him and he's going to manifest himself to you. And that is what being a true Christian is all about, is letting him manifest himself through you, being in agreement with him. And so if you said that prayer, I'd love it so much if you let me know. Thanks so much for listening today and God bless you.